this one getting overlooked with my raps we the north son much less support court and video factors some of y'all still think i'm talking about the raptors i'm talking north side rappers and djs too some haters shot a date way back in 02 they never matched what we did with the bap and the boom and 20 years later worldwide rings true dfe definitely arts report that you are currently listening to uh you are listening to citr 101.9 fm broadcasting to you live from ubc campus on the unceded and stolen musqueam territory my name is ruby raven i am your host and i'm here with serena who is the incoming host of arts report hi how are you good how are you i'm good thank you so today we've got a little bit of a um, a short king, as they call them. It's a little bit of a shorter episode, um, but, you know, doesn't mean that it's not going to be as amazing as every episode we've ever had, ever. So um, what we're going to listen to first is um, uh, a review of the Polygon's gallery, As We Rise, photography from the Black Atlantic. It's an interview from Silvana, um, or sorry, not an interview, a review. Um, but before that, Serena, um, have you seen any local arts or culture recently that you wanted to give a shout out to? Um, I recently went down to, I guess, what used to be Pilgrim's Alley, and I saw some of the murals that were there from the Vancouver Mural Project that happened a few years ago. Um and they were really amazing. It's just like a really incredible product project for uh, kind of giving some respect to such an important space in Vancouver's history. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what? Um, oh, sorry. <coughs> uh, can you explain what Hogan's Alley is? Um, Hogan's Alley was an area that was predominantly black uh, historically in mm-hmm. Vancouver, and then uh, the city. In, I think, the 80s. I could be wrong. I'm not sure the time period. We can, we can factor. <laughs> <laughs> um, they started building overpasses to uh, a highway that would stretch over the whole city. And through, like, a bunch of activism, really, really good projects, um, the overpasses, or sorry, not the overpasses, the highway was scrapped, but the overpasses were still created. And mm-hmm. so that had completely... Um, displaced everyone that had lived there and just destroyed the community that was there. And it was, like, a really important community, obviously because real people lived there, but also as far as, like, Vancouver goes in, like, the history of arts and culture. Like, mm-hmm. we had some really famous jazz musicians, blues musicians, and everything that had actually played and, like, lived in Hogan's Alley. Um, and all of that just was completely bulldozed over for overpasses that lead to nowhere. Very, mm-hmm. very metaphorical. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, where can people see um, the show that you went to? It's not a show. It's a mural project. So they were actually done a few years ago. But um, I saw a talk by somebody who had uh, basically organized the, the project in mm-hmm. Hogan's Alley. And it was really awesome to see, like, how she had basically single-handedly put everything together for this mural project and uh, one of the focuses that they had for this project was not only just highlighting um, the black history in Hogan's Alley but also the intersections there with Chinatown so the Chinese community and indigenous people who had obviously been there for you know since time immemorial so um, yeah I just I the murals are really beautiful and like it's a lot about um, kind of trying to show the history off in a way that is approachable and also making the space literally safer through art, which I think that, like, 
I guess purposeful art is something that's like just really incredible. And there's so many good examples of that in Vancouver if you know where to find them. Yeah, which is what I hope Arch Report can help people do. Um, sure. help people find things and is there anything that you're looking forward to um attending or seeing in the arts and culture sphere in the near future in vancouver um yeah there is a show i'm going to on saturday by my friend's friend's band grade school so wait where, shout out where is to it playing them. okay because <laughs> i'm going to a show on saturday for my friend's band porch fling which is at slice of life um just at commercial inventables plug that show <laughs> yeah probably um so yeah lots of cutesy little yeah there's Vancouver lots shows. of um <laughs> yeah lots of cool exciting things happening in the city um okay great we're just gonna jump into a little podcast break and then we will be right back um with the interview all right let's hear that P.S. Oh, where, where's my button? Okay, here we go. Let's hear that PSA. The NCRA is excited to bring back the podcast school. From March 7th to April 13th, twice a week for six weeks, we will be hosting online classes that will be recorded and shared with participants. Classes will cover various podcast-related topics, such as the basics, what defines a podcast, and how to be a representative. Visit podcast.ncra.ca to register and learn more about the courses and their presenters. That was 
Porch Fling. That was a song called Pretty Little Toes on their album Shit Show! That's my friend's band, and they will be playing at Slice of Life Gallery um, on March... What day is it today? What day is Saturday? March 11th? March 11th, Slice of Life at Commercial Inventables with um, a couple other bands. Go check that out if you want something fun to do on a Saturday night. Okay, so now we are going to hear Silvana's interview with um, our review of Polygons As We Rise. Take it away, Silvana. Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well today. This is Silvana, and guess what? I have a review for you. <laughs> I know it's been a super long time since I've done a review, but I'm excited to tell you all about my experience at the Polygon. Um, I love reviewing um, exhibits at the Polygon. They always have so many um, good things going on, um, and I very much recommend you um, go visit As We Rise, um, photography from the Black Atlantic. Um, as a reminder, the Polygon Gallery um, is located in North Vancouver, just um, at Lonsdale Quay, so you can take the sea bus for a nice um, scenic ride. Um, and then the Polygon is a really nice uh, building that's um, very near the ocean. Um, so it's a great trip um, for whenever you want to uh, visit. Um, the Asri Rice photography from the Black Atlantic um, will be... Um, up at the gallery from February 24th to May 14th um, so uh, you have plenty of time to visit um, I just hope you take note <laughs> about um, what it's about um, and I hope you um, are encouraged to really visit I thought it was really um, thought-provoking and really um, powerful um, so let's get into it um, the exhibit was established um, by um, Dr. Kenneth um, Montage. I hope that I'm pronouncing his name, uh, last name okay. <laughs> um, and the Wedge, found, uh, the Wedge Collection, which is Canada's um, largest privately owned collection committed to championing black artists. Um, so the title As We Rise was meant to um, um, lift up um, the black community. Um, uh, Dr. Montage's um, father would often um, say this phrase called lifting as we rise. So basically, um, um, it refers to uplifting others um, just as you're also becoming successful. Um, so um, it's a really great project. There's a lot of different um, photographies um, from artists all across the world. Um, a lot of the both subjects and the photographers are from... Um, the United States, from Canada, um, from just different countries in Africa, um, from Mali to South Africa, um, and you really can see a lot of um, different um, perspectives as well on the Black experience. Um, there is, um, there is one section um, basically under the um, umbrella of identity, another one under community, and another one for power. Um, so these are the kind of three pillars that we um, visit at the exhibit. Um, one that I thought was really striking about um, the identity um, part of the exhibit um, was a very um, specific, um, I'd say, work. It's not a, your conventional phot photography um, in the sense that we usually see them in, you know, Paper, um, but there are um, two very large pieces of silk that hang from the ceiling um, and they have a print on the front and back I believe of um, a young lady that is wearing a white dress um, and it looks like it's taken out of um, a shooting film um, set it's really um, it's really interesting it takes really um, power over the room um, space um, and it's called um, Stella and Sarah. They're both um, they're both um, the names of the silks and the women in the silks. Um, and it basically reflects on um, Sarah Forbes Bonetta or like a story um, uh, called Dear Sarah. Um, and Sarah is basically an African um, woman of Yoruba origin. 
that was presented as a gift to Queen Victoria by King Gesso of Dahomey. Um, if you've seen the Women King, um, this is um, Dahomey is where um, the warriors are from. So if you're you're gonna get these references if you watched the Women King, which is also an amazing movie. Um, um, and it's a, it's an African kingdom. Well, it was an African kingdom um, pre-colonial that was located in present-day Benin. Um, if you're familiar with the um, um, story of the women king, um, there are, are a lot of questions about the role that the transatlantic slave trade was having and how some governments, even in the kingdoms of Africa, were benefiting from um, the trade of people. Um, and... Um, the ethical consequ—I mean, paradigms and consequences that come with um, that, and exerting power in the territory. It's very interesting. I don't want to uh, get super sidetracked, um, but um, the photographies that we see with the silks basically um, reconstruct um, the narrative and position Sarah not as property at all, um, but. Um, instead, she looks um, like a woman with privilege, with um, class, um, in the with the dress that she's wearing, um, and it's a really it's really um, hypnotizing in a way because the silks um, moves a little with the currents, so um, it gets a very um, eerie feeling. Also, it's almost life sized um, the um, the size of Sarah, um, so it's so interesting it looks like she's dancing like she's moving like she's looking at you um that was one that i uh, was really interested in seeing another one that really caught my attention um was um a series of photographs um taken in uh johannesburg uh, i believe or well in south africa um and it's an interpolation of like um a young photographer and her mother um and just how um our identity is um, often juxtaposed with um, our, our ancestors, our family, um, and how we see ourselves through them. Um, so it's, it's a very interesting um, uh, piece um, about memory and identity. So I, uh, I really like those two. In terms of community, there were a lot of very beautiful pieces. Um, I want to read the quote that I found on the wall um, for community because I really loved it. It's by Liz Ikiriko, um, and it says, Spaces to dance, to pray, to sing, and to share leisure time are not discretional, they are necessary. There is a deep catharsis in witnessing these joyous, sweaty, sexy, unguarded moments reflected in the photographs created in the community and collective here. Acknowledging and understanding those connections emphasizes the value of being seen and reveals the impact of intimacy and belonging. So I really enjoyed the quote, <laughs> I should say. Um, a piece that, um, well, there were lots of different photographs that really caught my attention. Um, but one that I really liked were um, basically a pair of twins. <laughs> um, I gotta say, I can't remember if it, this was part of the power picture no i think it's, it was community there was a picture of um a tw like a pair of twins the image is called twins from 1985 um and it was taken um in lagos nigeria um by a photographer that um lives in london uh, called rotimi fani kayure um and it's very interesting uh, because apparently um it there is um, a symbolism between um, different um, Nigerian cultures in terms of twins. So um, there is um, the Yoruba and the Igbo are two of the um, are two of the um, cultural like groups or ethnicities um, that um, live within current day Nigeria. Um, but in each culture, um, twins have different significances. Um, in um, the Yoruba um, culture, um, they are praised as supernatural beings, um, and um, basically they signify um, good fortune, wealth, good luck. And in contrast, the Igbo, um, they live more towards the south, um, see see them as like a sign of devastation or something um, bad happening. So um, it's interesting to see um, how the photographer basically sees 
the power of symbols um, just expressed on um, the picture of these two um, people, um, well, siblings, brothers. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, there's a lot of different um, other pictures that I would um, highlight. Um, there is one um, specifically called um, Happy Club. It's a picture from 1963 um, taken um, by Malik Sibide in Mali um, and it's basically a young couple dancing um, and I actually had seen the picture on a collage that someone posted on a visco some time ago I think probably four years ago um, but I remember being very um, like I don't know attracted to the picture it was very it was very beautiful and I, it was just very special to me to see it um, in person um, and know who took it. Sometimes this happens with collages. Um, we kind of um, can't really tell where the images um, come from originally. Um, they're turned into something else with when, they're, when they become a collage, but um, that was really special to me. Um, and then in terms of power, there were also um, a lot of really um, great pictures. Um, one that I really liked personally um, is called Sister Cool, <laughs> um, and it was taken by Dennis Morris, um, uh, who was born in Kingston, Jamaica, but lives in between London and LA. The picture was taken in 1974, um, and it's called Sister Cool because it is his sister, <laughs> I believe. Um, it's a close-up picture of her wearing very big round glasses, um, like sunglasses, the ones we associate with the 70s, um, like you know, covering her eyes, but then also a second pair, um, like, in her forehead, and then you can see a bit of, like, her afro, and her lips are kind of, um, shiny, um, and it's just a very powerful picture, um, I believe that, um, this one is just, um, very much, um, conveying, like, um, the power of, feeling seen and being aware that you are being seen um and I don't know I I just think it's really I just think it's really special um there is a bit of a context um in the in the gallery that you can read over um the um, Morris has a series uh, called growing up black um that presents the joy and pain of Caribbean immigrants in 1970s in London um, so he um, has photographed um, people at home, at church, on the street, um, and dancing. Um, so um, that one, I think, is really special. Um, but there are many, many others. Um, I really hope you find um, the time to visit. Um, as I said, it's going to be up until mid-May. So um, just, you know, one of these days, maybe when it's sunnier, maybe when it's not... <laughs> Um, it's always great to go down to the Polygon Gallery. Um, I gotta say, if you do make it um, sometime soon, there is another exhibit um, that is also um, happening at the Polygon. It's much smaller, um, but I think it's very much worth um, you um, taking a look at as well. Um, the Asuri Rise is, of course, um, the main feature right now, but uh, up until April 23rd, there's also um, a separate um, exhibit called Leaving and Waving by Deanna Dykman, or Dickman, I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name, um, but it is a lovely collection of pictures that drove me to tears. Um, so it's a series of pictures um, that um, the photographer took saying goodbye to um, her parents um, just on their driveway and the pictures start in 1998-ish I believe um, and they keep moving forward all the way to 2017 and you can't imagine what the passage of time does to us all mortals so it was it was really jarring, but it was really special as well. So going to Polygon is always um, is always a very um, eye-opening experience. And I hope that you can feel things, that you can reflect on things um, if you go um, sometime soon. 
So thank you so much um, for sticking with me. And I hope um, you're encouraged to um, go to the Polygon. Take care. Bye-bye. Do you want to change the state of the world? But instead you keep buying material goods to satisfy whatever desire you have in that very moment? Me too. But now you can do both. Rock Shop and Community Thrift is a local vintage shop that fulfills your 1970s old chic fantasy while also supporting at-risk people through their compassionate and supportive work training program. All of their profits go to the PHS Community Services Society to support ongoing health care, harm reduction, and health promotion projects in Vancouver and Victoria. So stop by their two locations, Community Unisex on West Hastings or Community Frock Shop on Corral Street. And if you know any other local businesses that deserve recognition for their generous business practices or their contributions to the community, please DM us on Instagram at CITR and Discorder because we would love to spotlight them. Because hey, if you can't stop buying, you might as well start supporting.
All right, that was Say What You Want Master by <laughs> Whack on the album Your Band Is Whack? Question mark. Welcome back to Arch Report. <laughs> my name is Ruby. What is your name? I'm Serena. That's Serena. And um, we are coming to the end of our time today on air. But today is International Women's Day. And so we are going to talk about some of our favorite women in the arts currently. Serena, we're just going to ping pong it. Okay, so like you say a name, then I'll say like, a name. Like musicians that we like. Um, just oh, like we could do like alphabetical. Okay, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You say you say someone starts okay, with a. I'll start a. Yeah. Adrian Lenker. Who's that? Of Big Thief. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, classic. Okay, B. You got B. B. Okay. The only person I can think of is Bianca Del Rio, but I don't know who that is. Biba Doobie. I just know that She's name. A Hold on. Who is? Is, is that, that a place? Is that a drag queen? Yeah. Like that's how. That's who it is. Okay. okay Bianca Del Rio. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. C. Do you have a C? Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes. Canadian queen, and she spells Carly with a C. Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. D. I'm saying Debbie Harry. Ugh. That's a blondie, great one. Right? Nah, Classic one. woman. Classic yeah. woman moment. Just honestly. like a fully being a woman and we love it. Love. Um Okay. What's, what's, I don't even That's know enough of that. <laughs> that's we're not gonna we're not gonna say twenty six people with like no other information. Like we're not that's not what this is, so we're not gonna do that. But we are gonna celebrate International Women's Day by um by saying a, a, a story about a woman who's inspired you. So tell me like a woman who's inspired you. Okay. Um I have in the past felt inspired by my grandmother, mm. Granny Maggie. Cute. She is so smart and no one gave her credit because she was like had this like hyper like just hyper intelligence when it came to like emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and was able to just be so savvy in her life and just like make really smart decisions mm-hmm. and um I just respect her a lot and she's inspiring to me. That's awesome. Yeah. What about okay, you? Okay, I have a good one actually. Not that is it is it Bianca Del Rio? It is. I love her. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that my mom, because okay, she, no, no. I also my mom, my mom also, too. Yeah. I also love Ruby's mom. Yeah. I love her a lot. You she would knows. love my mom. <laughs> okay. Your mom would love me. Yeah. Um, no, she probably would. <laughs> but my my mom did. She had her own radio show. When she was in her 20s. That's awesome. She, like, helped start. She lived in, like, Nelson, B.C. Mm-hmm. She, like, was part of, like, the grassroots community radio station. Cute little building. And when I was, like, a kitty and we'd go visit Nelson because my parents still have, like, a lot of friends over there. Uh, we'd always walk past the community radio station. She's like, I had a show. And, like, she'd have DJs come on and, like, interview them. And they'd go to shows and they'd, like, come mm-hmm. and do sets and stuff. And, like, yeah. when I came to UBC, she was like, you got to find, like, the radio station. you got to go search it out. And look where I am now. She's so. inspired you to be here today talking fully, about her on fully. the radio. My mom's. She probably just wanted you to come on the radio so you'd compliment her. On yeah. The radio. She knew. This is, like, she a knew it really was gonna long-term here. plan. Yeah. So she long, probably, like, started the radio show in her 20s because she knew that I would, like, That she would have a daughter one day. And then I would yeah. talk about her right now. Absolutely. So. I would also like to give a shout out to my mother, who is the smartest, funniest, kindest person that I know. Fully. And lucky to have her. Best mom ever. Like, for real. Love mm-hmm. you, Sarah Levine. Sarah Levine. I love you, too. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. What's your wrong name? <laughs> Sandy. Sandy. Shout out Sandy as well. I want Sandy. I don't yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. One last thing. Not related to International Women's but Day. But we'll we'll circle back and we'll make it related to International Women's Day. For sure. We'll, we'll find a way. Mm-hmm. Um, classic Vancouver hardcore venue, Bullet mm-hmm. Farm, mm-hmm. is closing down. R.I.P. March is their last month. Uh, well, technically April 1st is their last show ever. So if you had plans to go to it ever or, you know, you had plans to go to a show in April, now you don't, unfortunately. <laughs> So they have you can clear your schedule. <laughs> no, no, they have a few more shows left this month, um, and April first 
they're doing a huge big like goodbye final weekend yeah um with like literally like 15 bands it's gonna be crazy that weekend is gonna be crazy and it's gonna be awesome yeah. and it's gonna be really sad but it's always sad to say goodbye mm-hmm. to places that are cultural hubs in the city yeah um and i'm hoping that a new one will spring up but For sure on the heels of that bad news, I have good news about an arts and culture space in the city. So Little Mountain Gallery, which is um, a hub for comedy and improv in the city, was bulldozed about a year ago. Um, but for really good reason. Um, Vancouver needed to build another uh, million-dollar high-rise. Oh, okay. They needed okay. more apartments. Right. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, so the one tiny space that was used for this entire category of arts was destroyed. But we needed another high-rise. But, rise. like, people had to have, like, houses, like, more of them. Yeah. Like, like Vancouver... They, had, they need to own multiple homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. We, so. needed, we needed more of that. Yeah. So, anyways, but Little Mountain Gallery has reopened, and there is, once again, um, a new hub. It's on Water Ooh. Street. Woohoo! It's on Water Street in Gastown. Um, and the new address is 110 Water Street. And they, they're they going to have lots of sketch shows and improv shows and stand-up shows happening in the near future. And it's super cheap. And uh, because the comedy scene in the city is really small, things are pretty cheap. But the quality is really, really good because the people who do it are at the top of their game. So go check out Little Mountain Gallery. I'm sorry, I just like had like a gulp and I'm on radio and You're I'm You're just like, like emotional about I, this. I'm really I'm getting really emotional. Tears. I, yeah, I mean you can't see it because you're listening to me on the radio, but there I She's I'm, crying right now. I'm bawling. Can, like she really is. She's I'm like inconsolable. Like, <laughs> um so yeah, Little Mountain Gallery, woohoo. Okay, we're so sad Bullet Farm's going away, but we're really happy that, you know, Little Mountain Gallery is, is coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In April first weekend. At Bullet Farm. Be there. Be there. Be square. Actually, on April 1st, I will be there that weekend. But Hell on yeah. the day of April 1st, me and my friend are hosting a murder mystery party. Um, no one that's listening to this can come. I just wanted to. <laughs> but um, we're writing a murder mystery. That's awesome. And it's hard. It's really hard. Are you writing it like right now or? Yeah, we're like actively writing so it. So that it's ready for April 1st. It's ready for April 1st. It's his nice. birthday on April 1st. And it's also nice. obviously April Fool's Day. True. So is, they're... Are you lying? It's not his birthday. No. <laughs> That's the prank. Is that, like this oh is a God, fake birthday I'm party so actually. <laughs> no, no, no. It's his real birthday. <laughs> and, um, but after that, after the murder mystery, after we've solved the murder, mm. I will go to Bullet Farm because I can't wait to see them. You know what? We've got like we've got like 15, 10, like 13 minutes left. <laughs> it took me a little second to get the math right. We've got 13. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's hump day, you guys. I'm just getting through the week. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, we've got 13 minutes to just like shoot the shoot. So um, I already swore once. So I'm not going to swear yeah. again. You're not supposed to swear before 9 p.m. So let's talk about what other let's talk about other women that we love, other inspirational women for I international mean, women. I'm Day. looking right now at a sign, a quote from Nelly Furtado. What is personally? It also, Vancouver legend. I'm pretty sure she lives here. What? Yeah, Nelly Furtado. I swear to God. What does the quote say? Um, the quote says, "Please turn off the lights," from Nelly Furtado. <laughs> it's extremely inspiring. I walk in here every day and I think to myself, I can carry on because please mm-hmm. turn off the lights. It's by like Pitbull, you know, like been there, done that. Yeah. That is. She's from Victoria. That's crazy. But I don't know. You know that the student house that I live in now? Yeah. It, well, why would you know this? But the student house that I live in now. <laughs> Dear listeners. <laughs> did you know that where I live is across the street from Grimes's dad's house? Oh. Wait, he doesn't live there anymore, but he used to live there. Grimes? So Grimes was once in a place that I now am. Like That's in crazy. just like a like on a street. So I actually dated Elon Musk. Really? Yeah. It was Amber Heard, you yeah, 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 as yeah. a minor. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then And then Grimes. Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> kind of an upgrade, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um Um Grimes. That's another that's the G woman that we love. Yes. Well, <laughs> I would probably choose Gemma Chan. Okay. 
Okay. Um, yeah. That was just another G name that came to my head. Speaking of Gemma Chan. I don't. She was in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, She was like okay, the gorgeous yeah, like, yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, other women. I'm, I really love, um, right now I'm really into Nora Jones. Okay, nice. I've been like listening to her music and I've been enjoying that. Um, but yeah. Okay, what else? <laughs> I just typed in Carly. <laughs> I forgot. I got distracted. Don't play whatever comes up Carly, for Carly. Carly. Oh. Okay. Okay. We are going to play um, a song. We're not going to play Call Me Maybe. We're not going to play Call maybe. Me Maybe. Maybe. We are mm. not. Call Me. We're, maybe. We're going to play um, Western Wind. Mm. Yeah, we are. By Carly Rae Jepsen. Ooh, Carly Rae Jepsen.
Carly Rae Jepsen, Ooh. Canadian queen. Um, that was truly a lovely Canadian woman classic. that we That's heard. That's a Canadian classic. You know, and I just bought my mic. And while, while we were listening to that wonderful Canadian content... Um, Serena and I were we were musing, we were reflecting, um, mm. because I, it seems as if we don't know any women, or we've never heard of a woman, because we're having a really hard time putting together, you know, women who we like or who yeah. we, who we know There's of not that many. for in, International Women's Day. But I swear to God, I love women so much. Yeah, um, they're like my favorite. I like. Love I have them. some friends that are women too. I I like. I definitely like. Yeah. Like some of my closest friends are women. So. I think I've went to school with some. Mm-hmm. I think I, I've seen some on TV before. Oh, what? Like yeah. representation. I know. <laughs> well, they were they were kind of just laughing at the men, but oh, I but I saw them at you least. You saw them like yeah. laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they know. had their they, yeah, but <laughs> I know where you were going yeah, with that. <laughs> <laughs> but today's about women. Um and but I would like to be inclusive. It's also about femmes. Mhm. I like today. This is International Fem Day. Like in my opinion, honestly, International Day. It's international. <laughs> like it really is a day. It's a day celebrating um, people who um, are fantastic. People who know women as well. Yeah, I think it's good for us to celebrate the knowledge that women exist in the mm, world. You know, that's if, what it if, is. If you've heard yeah. of it, then um, then you're in. Then you're you good. It, and you get it. You're celebrating. Um. What do you think of menstruation? Oh, we're out of time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We have five minutes. <laughs> what do you think of menstruation? Like, what are um, your thoughts on it? I think it's like a necessary evil because mm-hmm. the other side of it is like not getting your period. And that's much much farther yeah worse. yeah um i think so too i wish that period products were free yeah that UBC, would be c yeah i mean step up they've got some in the bathrooms but i know are they the best no definitely not do they have all the different types definitely not definitely not you know that in um <laughs> why do i keep phrasing things like did you know <laughs> did you know <laughs> <laughs> in ancient Egypt, men, it was a matriarchy, mm. and men would take time off work to care for their menstruating wives and daughters. Mm. Let's and bring that back. I think I always imagine, like, if I were to own, like, a Fortune 500 company, for example, you know, as I would, I would just, like, really, like, I would, I feel like I would tailor the work cycle mm. to, like, a woman's cycle. Mm. Not that everyone has the same cycle, but you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. would be kind of good if, like, the way that... That women operate. That could be nice. True. And our bodies are different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's have an international menstruation day. There sh- I wonder if there is There one. probably is. We should get school off for it, though, I think. <laughs> we got, like, Queen's Should be a day national holiday. Off, yeah. So if we're, if we're celebrating well. the queen. Yeah. <laughs> Menst- I always forget the secret you. Menstruation mm, day. Secret you. That's, that's a probably a metaphor. I could write poetry. Menstrual hygiene day is May 28th. <laughs> Wow. Menstrual Hygiene Day is an annual awareness day on May 28th to highlight the importance of good menstrual hygiene management at a yeah. global level. Um, but today's International Women's Day. And, and that being, includes people who don't that, menstruate. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, that includes fully. lots of other people who don't menstruate. Um, and we just want to celebrate powerful women. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening to Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you to Serena for joining me today. Thank you to Ruby for hosting, as always. You're welcome. Thank you for thanking me. Thank you to women. Thank you to women. We love you. Thank you to women. We're thinking about you. We're we're thinking about you. We're thinking about your needs. Thoughts and prayers. And we are thinking about the fact that you exist, and we know you exist, Mm -hmm. because we've seen you around. We definitely do know you exist. We've seen you around. Okay, play us out.
wax job rearranged loop. Nowadays, a DJ is barely part of a rap group. If there's a rap group, it's all solo artists. And getting any love is all about hitting targets. The ADD demo needs an EDM crossover. I stay stubborn and refuse to say it's game over. Over time, meaning time, yeah, I'm over it. We make the time, let's hip hop, they cold shoulder it. Old school, nice, ice cold beats. And your club rap, she can't compete. Over time, meaning time, yeah, I'm over it. We make the time, let's hip hop, they cold shoulder it. Old school, nice, ice cold beats. And your club rap, she can't compete. More to go, though the period is number three. About to part the waters as we trekking through the Red Sea. On the ice, yeah, we headed to a new game. Strictly metaphoric, got the fire six shooting flames. Same chemistry, DJ to MC. Another level, Johnny Monty type telepathy. Definitely DFE up in the ozone. Floor through the roof, blow the lid up off the whole dome. More like broken city ship or the Commonwealth. City of the hearts, we holding up the title belts. Mosaic cultures, ambassador performers. All the ginger beef and butter chicken shawarma, pho burritos, jira and the bannock. Silent skeptics, their intolerance and panic. Melting butter flavors with the maple syrup topping. <laughs> we over time, yup, still here popping. Over time, meaning time, yeah, I'm over it. We make the timeless hip hop. They cold shoulder it. Old school, nice, ice cold beats. And your club rap, she can't compete. Over time, meaning time, yeah, I'm over it. We make the timeless hip hop. They cold shoulder it. Old school, nice, ice cold beats. Club rap, she can't compete. They need a three to tie. Half court heat. A prayer at the buzzer.
Listen, radio is an important means of communicating 3,000 years of habit in terms of diapering of babies. Well, please tell me more. Because radio reaches people, including those hard-to-get young people. Radio goes where they go and talks their language. Recognizing the importance of contemporary sound, and the sounds are instantly recognizable as belonging to the in-groups currently on top of the charts. CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver. It's wild. I may never see you again Inside that other time and place we used to be Silence I could hardly see And now I've heard a sound But can't turn around If I'm with you my senses lie to me 